Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to my podcast, Mindful Drinking for Women, which is about exactly what it sounds like. I help women get unobsessed with drinking alcohol by getting really honest with themselves about why they are overdrinking in the first place and to replace harmful drinking habits with empowered mindfulness, which includes the ability to drink less or to choose not drinking at all. Hi, my name is Jessica Betancourt. I'm a certified life coach and hypnotherapist specializing in addiction transformation. And in today's episode, I'm asking you the question, are you on the fence about going on the wagon? And I'm guessing that the answer is yes, because otherwise you would have done it already. And I'm not advocating that you do that necessarily, but what I am advocating is that you do make some active choices in changing your drinking habits as opposed to doing nothing because you don't want it to be an all or nothing kind of decision. And here's what I mean. A lot of us folks who struggle with alcohol abuse disorder aren't sure where we fit into the current schema of getting support. We really don't vibe with AA. We don't want medication. We don't really get excited about the idea of never allowing ourselves to have a drink ever again. And those types of tactics definitely work for some people. But there's a camp of people where we're seeking out other alternatives. A lot of us maybe don't even really consider ourselves diehard alcoholics, and yet we also feel like our drinking has taken on unhealthy characteristics and evolved into something that doesn't align with our values. And there seem to be two camps that you can belong to. Total abstinence, or keep suffering and drinking as much as you don't really want to. But there is a third party emerging, and that is of the mindful drinker, the person who has lost the interest and obsession over drinking, who feels at ease around alcohol, and who may or may not ultimately decide to not drink at all, but simply by natural evolution. Now, you're probably a health-conscious person if you're even exploring these topics of moderation, sober curious, mindful drinking, and yet there is some part of you that feels hypocritical in the way that you're being with the way that you're drinking. And this is a wonderful conclusion to come to, by the way. It means that you're ready for change. It means that you're experiencing some cognitive dissonance holding two opposing beliefs at the same time. And it's uncomfortable. It's damn uncomfortable. It means that something has got to give. Healthy you is at odds with drinking you. And drinking you wants her way or the highway. So then the logical conclusion seems to be just quit and don't look back. That is a difficult decision for a lot of people to make. So much so, so scary in fact that a lot of us decide to just do nothing, and then we stay on the fence about getting on the wagon. But what if the wagon didn't have to look like an abstinence wagon? What if there were other alternatives? What if and there are? This is a commendable choice, though I might add, to just go for complete abstinence. I have a very dear loved one and several friends who have taken this route. And if you are on the more severe end of the drinking habit scale, this may be the optimal choice for you. But if you're somewhere in the middle, 
you're conflicted with your drinking, you feel like there's some other way, it's not totally ruining your life, but you are noticing its negative effects, you know that there's a way that you could be living that would be healthier, more in alignment with who you want to be, that would feel really good without the shame and the anxiety that accompanies this negative habit. If you're somewhere in the middle, you're probably entertaining other routes, like weaning or ritualizing alcohol-free days or taking entire months off or tracking your drinks or drinking only socially, etc. And for a lot of people, this is totally possible. It's a lifestyle that's possible, but it does take work. And it only works if you do the work. And what I mean by that is that you need to take measures and actions to change from the inside out. You need to address the hidden need that you're telling yourself that alcohol is satisfying. You need to do a lot more listening to your inner voice, your inner wisdom that gets cut off every time you take a drink. Doesn't mean it's not there. We just can't hear it when we're drinking. They're mutually exclusive. Drinking and tuning into your spiritual self, your higher wisdom. Sadly, they are mutually exclusive. You need to take time to examine the false beliefs that you're holding that are creating alcohol as some kind of god or idol or a panacea for all the problems in your life. Alcohol doesn't give a F about you. It doesn't. It's not here to solve your problems or to make your life better. That's your job. Alcohol is a numbing mechanism and that doesn't discriminate. It dulls your pain, but it also your joy, your sense of purpose, your freedom and just feeling alive, your ability to stay present. It is taking more than it's giving, but only because you're letting it. Alcohol doesn't control you unless you believe that it does. Now, assuredly, it is a highly addictive substance. And what I just said might anger some people. But if you can wrap your mind around it, that's actually true. You might feel like alcohol has power over you because you believe that it does. But what if you could alter your beliefs? What if you could detach yourself from your beliefs, give some distance between you, the truth of you, and what you're thinking about and what you're holding to be true. If you can entertain the notion that you make up your beliefs and then you hold them so tightly you don't want to let them go, but they're actually causing your repeated negative behavior, if you can just even entertain that, it gives you the ability to go in and be flexible with what you think and be flexible and gentle with what you believe and maybe to believe something else that would actually serve you in a greater way. If you're in a deep relationship with alcohol, it can feel like a prison. And I have been there and I get it. But I would be lying if I said I wasn't intending to have a few glasses of wine this weekend. That used to be a few bottles. But the difference is I won't feel anxious or deprived if I don't. And I won't feel guilty or shameful if I do. And truthfully, I'm leaning towards not really drinking at all. But I don't tell myself that I can't because then I will want to drink even more. <laughs> Most of us have this rebellious tendency where if we take something away and we tell ourselves we can't have it, 
and we therefore rebel against ourselves. We go seek it out just to prove that we actually can. So why not work with your mind the way that it actually functions? Be gentle. There are other routes besides complete severity. And some people need severity. If your life is in jeopardy, you need severity. You need intervention and drastic measures. But if you're not at that point, instead of choosing nothing, instead of choosing to jump on the wagon or not, why not make just some subtle shifts to begin with? Make some small changes that will give you greater results over time. Why not a natural progression of doing the inner work? And this is the message that I'm relaying, that I'm striving to get across. If you're on the fence about going on the wagon and that thought just scares the bejesus out of you so much that you're just choosing to do nothing about your habit instead, it doesn't have to be that way. You can take a vested interest in exploring your internal dynamics and changing the way that you think and what you believe and therefore who you even identify as being. Okay, we make all of that up anyway. We forget that we have the power to create ourselves. We're not by default a certain way. You might think that, but what if that weren't true? What if all of this, all of your behavior, your thoughts, your beliefs were flexible and malleable? You could be soft and gentle with them instead of forcing yourself to behave a certain way. But if you could work with the way that you already are, making incremental changes, small bits of changes at a time. Like a weaning process. Or like seasons passing. Like an evolution of becoming your higher self. It can be an expression of who you used to be, drinking that is, but not who you really are and not who you are becoming. Because who decides that? You do. So please don't choose to do nothing. If you're not ready for an all or nothing relationship with alcohol, there are other alternatives that are gradual and also effective. And this is exactly what I help my clients to explore and embody within the Mindful Drinking Method for Women. If you'd like to learn more about my process and how it can work for you and your lifestyle, there's a link in the show notes to book a complimentary alcohol awareness breakthrough conversation with me. I'd love to speak with you and hear your story. So till next time, just remember you don't have to be all or nothing. You can make incremental changes that add up to dramatic results. Be well, be nice to yourself, and see you soon.